to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. There's somebody I've licensed music from. I think it's Universal who still only request who only accepts music requests for licenses via fax. Hmm. Probably a good way to control the number of requests they get. I, yeah. I think that's why they do it that way. That's cool. I like to think they all come through on that on that paper that you can't straighten out. That shiny, shitty fax paper. Faxes were awesome. Yeah, bring them back. You know, I think I read somewhere that the fax machine was invented like 80 something years ago like yeah it's, it's a, really old the idea of a fax machine is ancient i think it's older than that actually because mm-hmm. i i think they used to f- like before paper no that, that was the egyptians you know who mm-hmm. invented the fax machine actually Who's it that? was yes charo oh. <laughs> Charo from love boat appearances and fantasy other- island Fantasy Island in Paris. Didn't she dance at baseball games? Was that something she did? No, she that was... Uh, oh, yeah. That was Morgana the Kiss and Bandit. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. She would run yeah. on the, on the, out on the field and steal a smooch. Give a give a nice kiss to George Brett for hitting it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's George. probably his pine tar supplier. Yeah. <laughs> Good joke for our baseball fans. Glad we could. Glad we could make a reference to. Oh, I thought you said George Went, and, and I was like, maybe George Went was a ball player in his early days. Do you remember George Went's character in Cheers's wife's name, Vera? Yeah, Vera. Yeah, 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 Vera. That's right. We never met Vera, did we? We never met Vera. She was. She got hired at the restaurant upstairs, and at one point, you saw her legs. How they look? Ooh la la! And oh. What legs they were. That was back when you could earn a good living as a painter. Yeah. Could afford to drink at downtown Boston bars. No, it's painting houses. It's pretty. I, I think painters still get broke off. I think you could make a, you could still make a good living painting. Well, he was an accountant for a while and then he became. Oh, that's right. He was an accountant, was he? Yeah. What a, what a fascinating career choice. To become a paint, house painter. Yeah, that is strange. Can we just talk about George Wentz's character in Cheers that I'm thankful that none of us have said the character's name yet? Let me get uh, George Wentz on the on the line. Kevin, do you have him ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I got him. Hold on. Uh, yeah, bring up George. He's on number... I might have disconnected him. George Wentz's character at Cheers. How was that character employed when George Went played the character in House, whose name I've also forgotten? He was an accountant. He was an accountant still. In his house. house was like no oh what was his profession I think he was just a neighbor in house I don't think he had a job it's not a job you can't be employed but he probably had to work he probably had to work to afford that aforementioned house that was yeah. a nice uh, neighborhood in L A was that an L A neighborhood yeah. was that yeah. L A house I believe so it's weird you know what's smart they should film more things in L A because it's right there by Hollywood oh yeah. yeah they should do that it's a pretty area mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is it's a nice area a lot of good skateboard spots. Too. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. all flooded now, though. Yeah. For the listener, the international there's not, listener, there's a lot of flooding in LA right now. 
Tell me about. I don't. I didn't even know about this. Well, a late a late season blizzards rolled through. They've had torrential rain for the past several weeks, uh, and we're we will soon meet our own deluge of stories about California's failure to build an adequate reservoir system, and then we will be met with a responsive storm of articles claiming that's not the case. Well, I mean, by the time this comes out, I'm sure that those articles will already have played themselves out and we'll be hearing about how people are sick of the debate. Mm-hmm. They'd rather debate something else. We just want something done. Um, and that is the fault of... It'll be about their gas. Oh, I know what you're thinking John of. Houston. Yeah, that's right. John Houston? Yeah. Why is that? Excellent, Michael. I don't know. You gotta get <laughs> Jack Nicholson on it. And there's it's a whole mm-hmm. web of intrigue and oh you're talking about chinatown his, his name was noah mm-hmm. cross i i don't like to talk uh much like much like the line in that movie we don't no, say no. we don't talk about chinatown jack <laughs> because we never say the name chinatown jack mm-hmm. it's bad luck that's that's not the line at all yeah i'm paraphrasing but that <laughs> is the line that's the gist of it don't ever it's that, that mm-hmm. like we call it the scottish part of town not Chinatown because it's oh. bad luck to say Chinatown, so we call it the Scottish mm. oh, part of like town. Oh, Mac- like Macbeth, the Scottish play. Don't mm. say it, Kevin. We're about to fucking do a goddamn performance. <laughs> it's bad luck. <laughs> this is theater. <laughs> God damn it! It's almost uh, like this, it. Uh, listeners. If this episode sucks, you know why. <laughs> Is it a fucking... thing where it cancels out if you say it more than once? I don't know. This is not a... I think it doubles. The, I think it's a multiplier effect. You're a professional. No, like you taught us yeah, about that in I, school. You know, no, you, I, I don't know. There, we're going to have to figure out a way to pull this episode out. You guys you guys God. ready to get started here? Now that I've ruined the episode? But, well, you know, frankly, Man. it might be a great episode because it took a lot of pressure off. Mm, I normally feel a, lot, a whole lot of pressure. Okay. Yeah. A lot of a lot of weight. I'm just okay. afraid that I all I know I know we have a large contingent of community theater actors yeah, that listen do. to the show, hundreds all over, and I feel like a lot of them either turned off or just their cars wrecked. Right. They just dry, stroke, you know, stroked out. Yeah, Steam coming up from the hood. They're jogging. Mm-hmm. They're jogging at Planet Fitness. I call it Planet Fat Ass. <laughs> and uh, and they're they're on the See, treadmill there, and the they curse. just like trip, and it just shoots them in a very comical mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. into somebody on a rowing machine. Wow! Behind them, yeah. I have to be a pretty powerful treadmill, though, right? Yeah, I mean, well, there's a you saw something spark. He saw oh, the plug spark. Right. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Oh! 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 <laughs> <laughs> the second Kevin said that cursed, cursed word. Which one? Mm-hmm. You're not going to trick me into that. Damn it. No. Is there a organization for community theater players? Is there some kind of national? Oh, there's got to be association of people whose goal that like, like they're the peak acting they want to do is for free at, at with the local community, which is fine. Think, like that's what I you want to do. They're making money. I think somebody's making money, right? right. They right. charge to get into that Someone's stuff. The promoter, yeah. promoter and venue, right? Yeah. Yeah. So welcome to the international news service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Probably Harrison. Along with to Norman Mailer. <laughs> 
Norman Mailer's not on the show. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Brian King. He's Norman Mailer. I'm Joe DiMaggio. Mm. And Kevin is John F. Kennedy. We are all Eskimo brothers with Marilyn Monroe. Mm. I can't we even pretend to do a Boston accent. I can't. Uh, he's from. Uh, you've done it before. He's from Camelot. Camelot. Are, 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 you, are you inviting me? Well, I can do <laughs> John F. Kennedy all day. Is that mm-hmm. Fred Schneider? Is John F. Kennedy? He kind of was. Oh, he was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go solve the Cuban <laughs> Missile Crisis. <laughs> I've got a bad back, and I fuck Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that oh, tracks. Texas is the reason that I'm dead. <laughs> History comes alive. That's a there's a lot going on right there. I appreciate that, Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's what I bring. Clouds of nuance. Real sophisticated show so far. Sophisticated. So normally mm-hmm. a cloudy thing would make something more vague, but you bring clouds of nuance. Mm-hmm. All right, Kevin. Yes. I hate that I seem to point this out a lot. Okay. But you say pagan instead of pagan, mm-hmm. and you say vague instead of vague, apparently. Vague? Right? Yeah, you, you sound like you're talking about a thing that is owed to a bookie. The vague. <laughs> yeah. That's a vague. Yeah, the vague. Hey, man, pay up your vague. Pay up your veg or you'll pay throughout your nose. I, I, I think you you guys just can't hear. I think you've got bad speakers on your, your sound systems. It's that hard A sound. It's some it's some Ohio shit. It's some weird Ohio shit. Is it shit. Ohio? Yeah. I, I could the, say I say A's. He he and also he I he did not go to when we all went to journalism school. Mm-hmm. I I saw him out, out on the quad smoking dope. When we were in uh, non-regional dictation right. class, <laughs> the one thing Ohioans are known for is not having an accent. Yeah, <laughs> and he was out there smoking dope, and we, you and I, were learning to speak in a manner that every everyone can relate to. Hey, maybe right. some of us couldn't get into dictation class without blushing. Okay, is that a dick joke? That's, that's uh, a dick joke. It could be. Are you that's addicted right. to what that dick did? <laughs> Hey, I I take back the sophisticated comment. <laughs> so this week we've got three news stories, and they all kind of dovetail and fit together in a weird way. It's not quite a theme so much as just surprisingly, after a hundred and eleven of these on the hundred and twelfth episode, I've got I've got all the stories to kind of flow together like an episode of Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, sounds like there's going to be some comedic misunderstandings. And I've also yeah. got really bad allergies, so. So enjoy the raspiness of my voice. Newman, I hate you, Newman. Remember when Seinfeld would say that? He go, "Oh, oh, I hate Newman." (laughs) I'm gonna barge into your apartment. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna walk right in. Hey, I'm Kramer. (laughs) I'm George. I'm mad. Yeah, do something sneaky. Oh, I'm Jerry, and I got shoes. He always wore them white Nikes, right? Was that his shoe? Yeah, he looks yeah. stupid. I remember back even then in the day making fun of the way he dressed and and going to New York and going like, oh, these idiots are dressed in like Seinfeld. <laughs> and there that, were a lot of people that were dressed like like the weird, like, I don't know. It was just such a, it was, that was, that's a thing too. Cause sometimes like, uh-huh. like when I watch a, a show from the, 
the fifties, you know, all the men are dressed with their pants hiked up over their belly button. But like that was the style at the time. But there was probably something where like some of those people were dorky for dressing a certain way that I don't a nuance that I don't know. Right. And I wonder if kids right. now are like, I don't know, that's how everybody dressed back then. But no, Seinfeld dressed fucking stupid. Right. What about the puffy shirt? That was pretty cool. Well, are you talking about that episode where you got a pirate shirt? Yeah. Well, that was a different. That was oh, this, okay. I'm talking about regular ass fucking okay. Seinfeld with right. his dad Dark jeans, blue and jeans his, that didn't fit quite right. Yeah. White sneakers and like a rugby shirt. Yeah, okay. or like a like a just a very solid thick shirt from Mervin's tucked in. <laughs> Yeah, like even back then, I just want everyone listening okay. that's young to know that even mm-hmm. back then, he looked like, he just looked fucking like a dorky, dork dad. Okay. I gotta go to Mervyn's. <laughs> Where are all my clothes at Mervyn's? When is the red apple sale? No, Always been over with the, oh. the red apple. Always, Always had the red apple sale. Always has the red apple sale. Of course. Open, open, open. <laughs> open, open, open. <laughs> so our What's first... his spokesperson for... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. He was a spokesperson We've for about American it. Express. And 1-800-COLLECT. So our first story comes to us from the South China Morning Post, which is considered hmm. to be Hong Kong's paper of record. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Is that according to the state police? No, this is uh, privately owned. Do they carry uh, 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 Scott Adams' Dilbert anymore? As of, as of today, no one carries Scott Albert. Albert Scott no Adams' Dilbert. Scott Adams' Dilbert. I, I don't know. Did he get canceled from everything? Yeah. He, like, I think his publisher even dropped him. Yeah, I watched. I watched. <laughs> I watched the whole video. Oh, no. The, and it is, is so... Like, it just... I mean... I, like you watch it and you just think that he had to have wanted to lose everything. Like yeah. he had well, to, like, there's no, there's no getting around like, well, no, I, I'm just going to say this thing that is completely unprompted and also like not even a reaction to like a thing happening <clears throat> right now. You know, it yeah. wasn't like a, it wasn't like a bad take on like uh, a Black Lives Matter protest or something like that, you know, which not that that would make that okay, but it was right. just this like general <laughs> unprompted thing right. that he just like went into for like like i mean even if it was about a a news story right there you you would and you felt that way you would know better right was it kanye-esque in its level of just odd self-sabotage like yeah you know nothing this is you're you're throwing a tantrum almost right but he he wasn't even mad he's just kind of like you know i've just kind of made my decision that I, like I don't even want to. I don't want to even want to repeat what he said no, in the sense that it could be taken out of context. But like, it's just <laughs> as like, opposed to everything else we've ever said on this show. But go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I guess you could take everything out of context. But he just was just like he he was like I'm. He said I'm not going to help black people anymore. And then he said, uh, which I don't know what he was. <laughs> what doing. was he doing already? Yeah, <laughs> but that he was just that like. That all of them hate us. I hate white people. 
<laughs> it was just, it was ins- like, I don't know where he got the the thing from. He's like, I'm just so tired of seeing these, these videos of them beating up white people. And I was just like, where are you, yeah, what what? Are you talking about? Like, but- it, this is the kind there's of echo more chamber videos of that than of yeah. anyone beating up. I mean, there's plenty of videos of guys getting getting fights on the internet or people getting beat up, but like, there's no like watching a Reginald Denny documentary. Isn't that the name <laughs> of the guy who got <laughs> dragged out of the truck during the that was the Rodney King stuff, Rodney right? King, right? Yeah. But yeah, like here's the thing though is like yeah, he can't. He might as well have just went. Well, I want to retire, and there's only one way to make that happen because. I looked up his 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 net worth today, and according to the internet, I want you guys to guess what Scott Adams, you know, quote, lost everything, got canceled, is worth fifty-five million. I'll say twelve million. Seventy-five million dollars. No way. Well, here's the thing. So he's got hey, perfect timing. If, if you're if you're a comic strip artist who can get syndicated, which is like one of thirty-six guys and women. Women can be comic strip artists. Hello, Kathy. Uh, If you're one of those people, if you're one of those people, you get broke off like every single day. Like if it's, if you're in a, uh, like 300 newspapers a day and they're each paying you $5 a day, you're doing all right. Uh, And then you got your syndication, you got your collections, you got your little dog Bert toy. Cause every comic strip today has a dog Bert. He was still making, desk calendars in an era when people were buying desk calendars as gifts. Like it just seems like every dumb thing he could have made money off of was timed perfectly with when he was doing with what he was doing. Yeah. Gilbert coffee cups. Right. Like the last albums that sold before MP3s became a thing. And really kind of like he dug into like office culture, like modern office culture in a, in a popular way. Like he kind of hit on that that made him really popular or that, that strip really popular, but it, it's just so bizarre. Like what? And it's been for ye. I mean, I don't know. I read an article on crack.com about him like 10 years ago. He did four years of his life where he couldn't talk to women. Like if a woman came and talked to him, he would just clam up and not be able to speak. Like he is a weird, problematic, difficult man who is rich enough to live in an echo chamber where he just lives and breathes this weird alt-right nonsense. Well, does he have a mental health issue? It sounds like maybe we should be concerned for him, his safety and his well-being. I, I, I think his 75 million will take care of him. I don't know. <laughs> so our first story, <laughs> as I said, comes to us from the South China Morning Post, which is considered Hong Uh-oh. Kong's paper of record. In 2021, a man living in eastern China caught a lucky break and won a lottery with a prize of 10 million yuan or about $1.5 million. Now, the thing is, the man didn't seem to be in a happy marriage. So instead of telling his wife about the good news, he hid the money from her for two years. Cool. As soon as the man got the money, he transferred 2 million yuan to his older sister. He then sent 700,000 yuan to his ex-wife, and he hid the rest from his wife. Two years later, his current wife found out and filed for divorce. She demanded two-thirds of the winnings because he'd bought the ticket with money from their joint bank account and then hid the winnings. Last month, a court awarded the wife 60% of the winnings, or 6 million yuan. So apparently this sort of thing is common in China, 
And last October, a man won a lottery worth 220 million yuan, or about 32 million dollars, and he told the media he would not be sharing the money with his wife or son because he did not want them to become conceited. Smart. <laughs> Good for him. Good family man. Worried about his family. You know, Good you know him. who is conceited? Is it Scott Adams? No, that bitch Sheila. She thinks she's what? cute. Who? She's so conceited. What? Sheila in, in life science. What? <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll call that bit failed. But uh, I, I think it just, whenever no, I hear the word conceited, I've just never heard anyone use the word conceited that wasn't a junior high girl. <laughs> I, I thought you were doing lyrics or something. I hope you tell us about Sheila more later. <laughs> I want to hear a lot about Sheila. What kind she of name is bitch Sheila? She thinks she's cute. God. What kind of name is mm-hmm. Sheila for anyone born after 1960? She's got a, what is it, a Liz Frank binder? Is that the name of the, it's fake. the trapper keeper? That It's a fake Liz Frank. Oh, there, there it is. See, I'm starting to get into this now. I get it. Sheila. Lisa, mm. Lisa Frank. Oh, Lisa Frank. Who's Liz Frank? Yeah, Lisa. That's the fucking fake one that she got. <laughs> Sheila. Got she went down to Trader's Village and got a Liz Frank notebook. She didn't think anybody was mm-hmm. going to notice. Well, we saw Sheila. Liz Frank is the is the executive director of Hostage US, which I don't know what uh, they that's do. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I'm sure. Their folders are awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got pictures Erotic. of people tied up. <laughs> uh. I ho- I do hope that what was the guy's name? I didn't I didn't write down his name. It's not uh it's not very relevant. Uh, well, I hope his wife and kids don't turn out like that fucking bitch Sheila. Yeah, she's walking right. around. He works with Sheila's dad and hears about how terrible Sheila is. The man was my, named. My Zell. mom bought me everything at the Foley's Red Apple Sale. <laughs> <laughs> the man's name was Zal. My mom got gets clothes from the Red Apple Sale the day before the Red Apple Sale starts. Wow, it doesn't even wait for a sale. I, my name's Sheila, and I wear Skechers. Wow. Guess where I got them? Foley's Red Apple Sale. Does she have a Coca-Cola shirt? I've got a Coca-Cola shirt, and I've got I've got guess I got a guess belt. <laughs> my name's Sheila, and if they made guess ice cubes, I would have them because I love guess. Are you? Do you ever bag on anybody wearing a a Varney shirt? Oh, that Varney shirt. That's pretty cool. I had one of those about, oh, four years ago. <laughs> Sheila, I hate her. Now I just use it to, to clean up messes around the house. Oh, you haven't got a training bra yet? <laughs> How many do you have? Oh, I don't have one anymore. I have a regular bra. Wow. Sheila. My name's so Sheila. <laughs> I apologize to all our listeners named Sheila right now. <laughs> they know. You call me conceited all you want, but guess what? You're stuck up. <laughs> you have successfully created a preteen girl that I hate. Whatever. God. It's no big deal. God damn it. Anyway. Yes. When I have a whole bunch of you and you know what I'm going to get? What is that? A Porsche. No, 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 no. A, 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 a Mustang 5.0 convertible. My dad says he's going to get me one when I turn 16. And it's going to be white. Mm-hmm. 
Gonna make up for all that molesting. Oh, damn. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna listen to I'm gonna listen to Boys to Men all day in the CD <laughs> player that comes in the car. <laughs> oh, CD player. It's got a detachable face on the stereo, so I'll take it inside with me. So stuck up bitches. <laughs> so stuck up poor bitches won't steal it. <laughs> it just gets worse. <laughs> This is the most specific thing <laughs> you've. I just, I, I don't know how many of our listeners realize how perfect Sheila is. <laughs> I haven't decided if I'm going to do Wrangler Girls next year. If I want to join the Wrangler Girl dance team or not. They said I could be captain, but I haven't decided if I want to do it yet. I might just do cheer squad. What, what position would you be in cheer squad? Head. <laughs> she is conceited. She is conceited. That's the thing is, she is conceited. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and the thing about that is too is like this guy, he doesn't want his kids or his or his wife to be like that. And the second no. they get a taste of that money, they're just gonna be, you know, it's just I yep. wanna wear leg warmers every day this week. <laughs> But a different color. <laughs> On each leg or? Of course not, idiot. I'm not Punky Brewster. <laughs> I'm Jeez. Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> if you're going to compare me to someone. Or maybe Jesse Spano. But I'm not some dumb, poor bitch who, who's an orphan who has to live with some gross old man in a shitball apartment. Zach Morris is fine. <laughs> Who who do you guys think is the most fine new kids? I think it's Donnie. <laughs> Donnie so Wahlberg. Stupid. And if you don't think so, you're a you're an idiot. But if you think that it's Donnie, if you think that it's Donnie too, you're just trying to copy me. You're trying to she's trying to steal oh. my life. Oh, Sheila. <laughs> so, Mike, what would you do if you won 1.5 million dollars? In Chinese money. I wouldn't give it to Sheila. I tell you that. I wouldn't mm-hmm. share any of it with her. No, she's got enough. I guess everybody dreams about winning the lottery, right? Yeah. Yeah, we all dream about right, that. Right. I definitely dream about that. I mean, one point, it's weird because, like, one used to always think like a million dollars. That's the most money anyone could ever have. <laughs> and now you're like, oh, that'd be, that'd be great. That would be amazing. But it also kind of wouldn't change life entirely that much for me. Start worried about your your upper. Well, level honestly, most of it was like, oh, so. this is like the money that I never saved for retirement and shit like that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like I got nothing. I got nothing. It would be like I, I think I would. I, I would not move to a new house with that amount of money. I wouldn't. I would not buy a new car. Uh-huh. I'd probably. Would you tell your wife about it? I would not. Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. God, no. What would she do with it? Probably fucking go buy guest jeans. Spend <laughs> it all on guest jeans. Are you married to Sheila? No, but I'm that. No, not at all. But I am. I do worry that the idea that anybody, anybody other than me that would, because I think if I find that amount of money, uh-huh. same, even Keel Mike, fucking down to earth. The humblest, right. probably one of the humblest people on the face of the oh, fucking people, planet. Yeah. People see yeah. it not, if, not, if not the most humble. Right. Uh, Wait, is Mother uh-huh. Teresa still alive? <laughs> no, she's, no dead. she's dead. She's okay, so the most time. humble. Yeah, okay. okay. 
Yeah, and hey, you want to talk about conceited bitches? <laughs> you wouldn't buy any Doctor Stranges? Oh, you know what? I was just at the comic book store today. I was looking at some some DSs. Mm. <laughs> Such a fan, you could even say the name. Mm-hmm. I'm just too busy. I'd be, if I was if I said the name every time, I would just right lose hours. Right, every day. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think I I would. You know, the only thing I ever. And I, this probably you probably couldn't even. This probably costs like a fucking half a million dollars. I would love uh, like a home, a uh, little home theater, Ooh. like a nice little home theater. Yeah, with a multi setup to screen stuff. Uh, would it I would be love a secret the, part of the house? Would it be? Would it be like a secret door to get to yeah, it? Yeah, I think a secret door. Yeah. Probably a sure. trophy that you move, and it would <laughs> open up. Nice. Cool. What would y'all do with a million point five dollars, Brian? I think I've, we've talked about this before. I would, I would identify a species that's close to extinction. Mm-hmm. That the only penalty for killing it is a fine, and I would eliminate that species <laughs> uh-huh. from the planet. Oh, you'd feel so powerful after something like that. Yeah, be really great. Yeah, probably get a lot of uh, engagement on your social medias mm. too. Oh yeah, 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 a lot of notoriety. And yeah. there's no such thing as all that social media Brian press, has. So. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you probably get into it. I mean, why not? It would be, that'd probably be a story too. Like you get social media just to let everyone know that you killed this gray spotted owl or whatever. Right. Some kind of salamander. Yeah. And then I could like stomp a fire salamander. So you you would see flames. (laughs) Like when you see, I don't know. Is it one, is it 1.5, like one and a half million dollars? Yeah. That's what 1.5 is, Brian. I didn't, I didn't know if it was like, (laughs) A million five thousand, or it was one point five. I was confused by the. Oh no! It's one million five hundred thousand dollars, but it's all in Chinese money. Well, I can. Am, am I allowed to convert it? Uh, you'd have to ask the Chinese government about that. Mm-hmm. I know someone. Well, we know. <laughs> Do you? Mm-hmm. You have a handler over there, mm-hmm. a monitor, well, someone who's. I yeah. I don't know. I'd probably just. That's. It's really. It sucks that that's. It's. Uh, I guess maybe it's not. I guess it's always. Money's does that a lot more, uh, yeah. but it is weird to think like, I don't know, just when you're a little kid, a million dollars was the most money in the whole goddamn world. And now it's like, right. well, you could almost buy a house in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd put so it in you'd, the bank. You'd, you'd, for for 1.5 million, you'd buy half a house in Austin. I, you know what? I'd put it all in Dogecoin. That's a yeah. wise investment. So our next story comes to us from the Daily Beast. Mm. And I'll tell you, this story takes us to a town called Austin, Texas. Oh, that's a place Uh, where you can't buy a home for a million (laughs) dollars. See, it's Kevin was right. It's all connecting. Yeah. So I don't think I need to introduce Alex Jones, the audience. Before anyone familiar with him shuts this off, I just want you to know this isn't the type of story you'd expect from the man who just might be America's most popular agent of disinformation. So last year... Alex Jones was ordered to pay up to $1.5 billion in damages from multiple defamation suits brought by families who lost children in the Sandy Hook shooting, as well as a first responder on the scene. In December 2022, Jones filed for bankruptcy protection. In his bankruptcy filing, Jones stated that his assets totaled $10 million, almost enough to buy a home in Austin, and that he spends approximately $100,000 per month. Now, Jones says he's pushing back because the Department of Justice is coming for his kitty cat. 
Apparently, two Good. years ago, Jones paid $2,000 for a ragdoll breed cat named Mushu. And I'm, I'll put a picture of Mushu up here. I got a ragdoll. His name's Mushu. <laughs> you will not touch Mushu. You will not. You will touch Mushu over my cold, bloody hands. Mushu sits on my lap and I stroke <laughs> his furry belly. Did he name the cat Mushu, or was the cat already named? Named it after my favorite Chinese dish, Mushu Guy Pan. His daughter named, <laughs> named the cat Mushu. I was furious at her for naming uh-huh. it a non-American name. I said to my daughter, you represent the New World Order. So here's a picture of Mushu and Alex Jones holding Mushu. I got to say, it softens him looking yeah. at it. You kind of, you actually like. That cat looks like it weighs 30 pounds. I like, I, you know what? <laughs> I would like Mushu, too. Yeah, a good-looking cat. False flag! False flag! So Jones said <laughs> the Department of Justice, quote, spent probably five minutes on the bankruptcy meeting that was over three hours long on my cat. They wanted to know if assets were hidden in the cat. From what I can tell, the translation for this is it looks like Mushu the cat wasn't listed as one of Jones's assets. So according to Jones, the DOJ may seek to liquidate the cat in order to pay off his debts. Jones described this now as here's the deal, folks. We've got this we've got this special on catnip. It's alpha brain monkey catnip. And there's no kind of catnip like this before ever in the world. You when you when your cat takes this, it will grow an alpha brain. It will take care of any rodentia in the neighborhood. Now they don't want you to have this kind of catnip, but we've partnered up with Alpha Brain Monkey Mindset for Alpha Brain Alpha Catnip. Continue. Okay, thank you. So, yeah, he described this as harassment and said, quote, The deal's broke. You aren't getting the cat. This is next level. Despite not seeing his harassment of families with dead children as a very big deal, this seems like a very big deal to Jones, who added, quote, It makes me really upset for this country. Now they want my cat. The line in the sand is, you cannot have my cat. Also, I talked to and him. And the line in the sand is also where the cat scraped its poo poo to the corner. <laughs> the mooshoo poo poo. <laughs> so I, I also I talked to a bankruptcy attorney for this, and it said they said it's very unlikely a pet cat would ever be sold as part of a bankruptcy proceeding. He just had to declare it because he had spent money on it. Oh, you see, you're saying hmm. Alex Jones is lying and making a big deal about no, something that's I not. That's I, I know that's shocking. I know that must shake your image of Alex Jones. Well, I like how he tries to present bankruptcy as something that benefits anyone but him. <laughs> it deals off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, please. I think there's a the lot DOJ of people that would be, love for you not DOJ to would declare be, bankruptcy. Yeah, happy, happy to forcefully liquidate you. Right, right. The seizure would be fine. It'd be good news. He is set for life in so far as as long as he continues down this path, despite any legal consequences, there is an army of people that will always listen to him and support mm-hmm. him. Right. Yeah. So it's it's almost yeah for his future, for his livelihood, the worst thing he could ever do is be a normal human being with human being emotions, right? Right. I guess that's true in that, like, you would think he would not mention the kitty cat, except that that was the, his only, in three hours of sitting in this meeting, that was his only, like, wormy way to go, like, look what, how the, look what the Department of Justice is doing to me by letting right. me escape from my debts. The, the state. This of, is what they do to multiple you. multiple lives. Of multiple right. lives I've just destroyed. 
They tear you to pieces. They put in a position where you have nothing. They leave you penniless. And even after all that, they come for your pets. That's I mean, the American all I said, all, all, now you can, you can rewind the tapes. All I said was um, I, I, I questioned whether this thing had happened. And that's, <laughs> that's it. That's all I said. And that we should go to their houses and barge down their doors and, and scream at them and show them pictures of their dead children and say, this is not real. This is not real. I mean, if you can't say that. Then I thought we lived in America. So I have a question for you, Mike, real quick, just while you're doing the Alex Jones impression. Yeah. Can you do an impression of Rolf the dog from The Muppet Show? And is it any different than Alex Jones's voice? Rolf is softer. I think Rolf's He's softer. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember how Rolf talks right now. Um. <laughs> But I don't think he's nearly as racist. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play a song. You got to talk slightly slower. Yeah. And play a song. I'm Rolf the dog. Yeah. It's still, it's still a little. I can't imagine. I don't think you, you, you're stuck with a little bit of twang. Miss Piggy is a psyop. She's a psyop. <laughs> She's a she a bovine pork that comes and sexualizes with frogs, turns frogs gay. <laughs> that knows karate. It's a psyop. A false flag. I, I know we've talked about this before with uh-huh. Alex Jones and a little bit with my Coast wife to Coast just opened well. the door and asked if I was okay. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice. See, she's they not said, a Sheila. Are you sure? Ask her if she needs some Gap jeans. Is it, it sounds like Alex Jones is choking on his tongue. Alex Jones isn't well, cho- she, choking on his tongue, and she could hear the impression. That's good. Yeah, you can hear the impression, and just know that you are officially not a Sheila. <laughs> A conceited bitch. <laughs> it's a compliment. I know, but we I even said that. You came up and I said that you're not a Sheila. What's up with the game? You're not a you're not obsessed with guest jeans. I'm not obsessed with guest jeans. Are you Do sure you, you're not choking on your tongue? I'm fine. <laughs> it's a little bit it's a little bit of sling blade too. Oh a little yeah. bit of sling blade. They say hi to you. I like the way you don't. <laughs> you have to do a little more. I do miss. I do miss the sling blade impression. That was. Those were the good old days. Mm-hmm. Probably almost ruined that poor Billy Bob Thornton's life. No, it was uh, directing all the pretty horses, which uh, Harvey Weinstein took out of his hands and recut, and made terrible. So to ensure that Billy Bob Thornton would never direct another movie again. Not the worst thing, though. Not close to the worst thing Harvey Weinstein ever did. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't That's know that. True. That's a great book. Yeah. Um, no, I was going to ask between Alex Jones and Coast to Coast listeners, like just there, for me at least, there is a gap of being aware of those things. And certainly with Coast to Coast listening it, listening to it, where it all felt in very good fun. Like it was, yeah. it, was it was, it was even to the point where like you didn't think that the, that the, the host, narrator interviewer whoever it was whether it was alex jones or george nori or that other dude alex has um, never hosted that art bell no no but he had his own show i'm talking about oh, just okay. all those guys in general people who oh, okay hander and hawk conspiracy theories for a living ian punnett when did people switch from seeing those as oh that's kind of a fun thing to think about that's obviously not true like i think even the jfk thing no one except for a very select few crazy people thought that there was a huge conspiracy behind that seriously 
Like, I don't think flat earth people really thought, think the earth is flat. It's just fun to say you're a flat earther. Yeah. Like, when did that transition into real belief? I would say after the JFK movie, the majority of people believed there was some kind of conspiracy going on. But I, I think, like, I think it was a transition not from, like, paranormal radio stuff so much as it was a, it became tangential to conservative radio. Or conservative radio was like, oh, there's some kind of secret truth of what, you know, at that time, like the Clintons are doing here. And I think that tra- that transitioned into like, well, I want to know more about conspiracies. And he was really, even though he was just public access at that point, he was really kind of on the forefront of that. But didn't he, didn't Alex Jones used to kind of dip into some uh, occult UFO-y kind of? yeah. Like not as hard as Art Bell or anything like that, or not like, but but it seems like I don't really remember, but it seems like it used to dip in that. I mean, I gotta think that just at some point, you know, like, and we weren't because we weren't paying attention. He started realizing through his metrics that he was making a lot more money off the conspiracy stuff, and it. I think it was just, September 11th. What happened I, then? Well, I remember. I remember actually <laughs> on Halloween. You were playing a show. I think this is like the second time in a week I've mentioned you playing a show that you're not going to remember. But on Halloween 2001, you were playing a show in Austin. And we went down. And I remember a guy was like, oh, Alex Jones is on. Turned it on. And he had this giant stack of papers that he laid down. Like, like just that he could have gotten from anywhere. And was like saying about how he knew all the secret knowledge was there. And everybody in the government was behind it. All these corporations were behind it. And I think it became, it was almost like tragedy, conspiracy, entertainment. Yeah. And I think people really started buying into it then because it seemed like he had some kind of secret information. And again, anybody could have printed out pages and set them down on a desk. And he kept referring to him. I remember he kept like pointing over to him like, you won't believe what's in these. And it doesn't matter. Like, because nobody's going to read those 2,000 pages on your desk. Manifesto of everyone on that flight and everyone who didn't take that flight. Let me tell you who did not get out, who got out that flight very conveniently. Her name was Sheila. <laughs> she went and took that ticket money. She, took, she went right down. She went right on down to Nordstrom in the Gallery of Mall in Dallas, Texas. And guess what she bought? Guess. Guess jeans, guess clothing, <laughs> a sweatshirt that just reads guess. Has a triangle amongst it. Look at that triangle. Look at that. Look at that tri- triangle uh, that is right under the guest. That triangle. That's the. That's a trilateral commission. That is exactly <laughs> what that is. When guest and they're saying guess guess who runs the government? Well, I know who runs the government, and it's not you. It's us, the people. <laughs> and I'm coming for you, <laughs> Sheila. You conceited bitch. I feel like I'm on Sheila's side now. I don't want to take the side of Alex Jones. I don't know who. I don't know. This is a real. You can it hate. Is, it is a real. It is a real King Kong versus Godzilla situation. Yeah. Yeah. A titan against the titan. Whoever wins. So before we, we get Mike, before we get Mike into trouble for his Alex Jones impression, let's go to our last story. Okay. So our last story comes to us from the Indy 100, which is part of the independent newspaper. So. Our episode kind of dovetails here because this story is kind of about a conspiracy theory or at least disinformation that also involves China. So, you know, we're, we're kind of this has never happened before. I'm excited. Yeah. So this is this is where people are winning the lottery and hiding it from their 
wives and kids. Hmm. Well, it is about so they something. They don't become hidden. conceited like <laughs> Sheila, like who, Sheila. if you'll recall, is in a very public feud with Alex Jones <laughs> over the company uh, Guess and Guess's clothing. As you know, social media is an endless breeding ground for conspiracies. Now, a woman's conspiracy theory has gone viral across the internet. She said the world is in for a rude awakening because, quote, wait, please stop. So no one is talking about this. No one. You guys won't believe. I was at the nail salon the other day, and I heard some shocking news. Apparently, the Chinese news was on while she was getting her nails done. So she turned on the translator app on her phone only to discover China has found an uncharted land populated by dinosaur-like creatures. She said her nail tech confirmed the news, uh, confirmed the news was properly translated, and added that she was very concerned there was a conspiracy of silence in the U.S. since the media was not reporting this. Mm-hmm. Now, I need to point out, as a side note, it's pretty likely this news was widely reported last year and is about a 630-foot or 192-meter-deep sinkhole discovered in China that contained its own hidden ecosystem and had many unknown or previously believed extinct trees and plants and Mm. which has also been described as a lost world but no dinosaurs have actually been found there disappointing it this i did not name this woman she could have been sheila well if it was dinosaurs that's a group i could potentially have wiped out there's probably not yeah that would be nice well maybe it sounds like there's some plants at least you could get down in there yeah that'd be good you put some herbicide down there, Brian. You could kill. You could wipe out hundreds, maybe, of new species. Kind of need to do with my hands for the satisfaction. Yeah, it is nice. Like, and the difference between herbicide. plants and like a lizard is you can look a lizard in the eyes as you squeeze, right. squeeze, Ugh. Right. Ugh. squeeze some more. No, mm-hmm. and then you can drink yourself the snake squeezins. <laughs> you want some? Snake Let me ask squeezes? you this: Would you do that to the Loveland frog? No, well, you, you couldn't. Frogs. I mean, loving frogs a huge. You'd have to <laughs> right. strangle it, but that would even be weird. I don't think you can wrap your. Would probably stop you hands with the around the the Loveland frog's neck. Like it's too. Right. It doesn't mm-hmm. really have that kind of a neck. If it expanded its lower neck pouch, whatever you call that, it could yeah. break your thumbs too. You have to be careful with giant frogs. Yeah. Also, that's and that's, that's completely. They get a tongue in the Negating eye. the fact that there's probably some sort of a force field, magical force field, or cone mm. of cold around it or a you know a fireball a fireball you'd probably i doubt you could get that close without having a magic missile line <laughs> fucking just go straight through your eye true true so is it so this is how viral is this i tried to look into it a little bit they didn't have any links in the story because i don't think they wanted i think they wanted to report it but they don't like to the new thing is to not let anybody leave your website so it had at least 80,000 views, but it seemed to, I found it popping up other places. So it's probably had like close uh, in terms of exposure across news sites and everything closer to like a million, I would guess. Is it possible that the sinkhole is where COVID came from? No, because they, the sinkhole hadn't been discovered. Well, according to the Chinese Have government. Have you seen there's a TV show called La Brea that's all about this kind of thing? It's oh. on NBC. Uh-huh. Well, I was just thinking about what would happen if you took a shit in a tar pit. Like, what would it do to the shit? I mean, I think it would 
So here, oh, hold on. So here's the sink. Well, we can talk about your Mike's shit theory. I think it would probably melt into the tar because the tar is. No, molten. I think it would turn into a diamond. Isn't that what Superman did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit in his hand, and then squeezed he took it. A shit in his hand, <laughs> and he just squeezed it, and then he turned into a diamond, and then he wiped his hands on Lex Luthor's suit. But uh, so I found the sinkhole here in China. So you can see the the mm-hmm. the the view from the sky. But yeah, so there's some apparently there's some neat trees down there and neat plants. But there's not necessarily there's not dinosaurs. any di- they haven't found any dinosaurs. It's not a, it's not a huge space, which is why we never covered it because it's all because vi- it was all visual. But this has to be what they're talking about. But yeah, nobody wants to put up that many pictures apparently. <laughs> well, it sounds like something they're trying to keep under wraps. Yeah, Maybe all the other pictures have dinosaurs peeking through. Typical U.S. government trying to trying to keep. <laughs> Trying to silence anything about lizards. Big paleontology. Paleontology, right. and that's just the chi- the chi- you know the the Chinese. This is this is this is, it's game on for them. You know, a few weeks ago right. we did cover a, it's game on a dinosaur sized cane toad in Australia. Dinosaur sized cane toad. They got them. They got them in China. They got them in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of hurts my throat. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. He ha- is he a heavy smoker? Is that a, uh, is he's, that he's a heavy, life he's a heavy set man? <laughs> He is a heavy man. Yeah. Yes. And that's called body shaming. I thought you liberals didn't do that. <laughs> I, th- I I feel like like I wouldn't be totally surprised if that was a made up voice and his real voice was just like, let me tell you about the alien conspiracy theories. Hey, my name's Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I really talk, and I'm gonna be totally. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I'm not even that mad at the government. Actually, I kind of like them. I think they do a good job with the roads. I'm surprised he hasn't gone out of his way to sue, like, a, in kind of a, a petulant, again, kind of tantrumy way after he lost his defamation suit. Like, he hasn't tried to find every every show that's ever satirically made fun of him before and tried to sue them himself as some kind of are you inviting this on our podcast uh, i'm not the one doing it i don't care <laughs> just saying that are you inviting this on mike no i think I'm it's so just sick of this sick of this international news service <laughs> typical typical globalist agenda i think it would be hard for him to establish <laughs> damages as opposed to people whose lives have been ruined right after their children were killed because somebody said they were all crisis actors. I asked a question. <laughs> I asked a question. I don't think you would win. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go down there. I didn't. I didn't knock on the door. <laughs> I just simply asked a question. It's not my fault that my fans are fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear that. Well, I didn't. I didn't say that. So that wraps up another week at the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us. At internationalnewspod at gmail.com. The next time you win the lottery, you can still hide it from your spouse. But why not kick a little money to our Patreon? Check out the uh, check out the INS merch store at Redbubble on our Patreon. And don't forget to check out our subreddit at r slash INSpod. And it's it's actually pretty fun in there. I recommend it. it and we'll see you next week. Ah, fuck you, Sheila. Get out of my country. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.